Hey, welcome to Power Playthrough. If you like the show and you want to help us out, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. A five-star rating and review would do wonders for us to help us move up in the podcast charts and get noticed. Uh, we just want to expand the community, and we can't do that without your help. So if you leave one of those ratings and reviews, when they start popping up, we will start reading them in the intros for the episodes. And uh, enjoy the show. You had the power. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Power Playthrough, the show where we watch shows not in English, and we read the subtitles instead of paying attention to the pictures. That's not true. My name is Dan. <laughs> My name is Freddie. That's the one thing uh, I will say that is true. Uh, today we watched three episodes of... Zoo Ranger, we watched 31 through 33. Yep. Uh, What's the name of episode 31, my friend? Uh, Geki, Kill Your Tears. Yes, that is... I love the... I love the man, like, just going through the... They go through the, the most the, literal titles. The Knuckleball of Infatuation. Hope Springs a Turtle. Be Careful of Shaved Ice. Yep, that's what the, that episode park, was about. The Park Where Demons Dwell. Yep, they did. A Mystery, The Attacking Beast Knight God. Uh, that one's just awesome. Satan comes. Yeah, well, he did. Yeah, like these the reborn, the ultimate god. They're 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 wild. I love I love the names of these. So, uh, three episodes that we watched. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go ahead and say solid block. I'm going to say wow for the first episode. Yeah. The second and third episode were kind of like, but the third episode had great story implications. Yeah. I like the the third episode. I think is some of the best writing. I, like just are some of the best use of their their plot points. It's it's really really good. But Geki, kill your tears. Uh, awesome episode from start to finish. I think it's just great. So many reasons why Dora Narcissus isn't in Power Rangers. Yeah. So, so it starts out with Geki having a dream about. Uh, well, it's not presented as a dream just yet. Just like any cold opening with a dream, you know, um, where he has a dream where he's being attacked by uh, golems. First, he, see, he sees Barai playing his flute, and he goes to join him, and then he's attacked by golems. Mm -hmm. The golems uh, beat him up pretty bad, and he asks for help from Barai. Barai comes, but as he comes, each of the golems have a green candle that they blow out one by one. Yeah. Each time they do it, Barai is, is weakening. Until finally Bandora shows up with the final candle and she blows it out saying like, hey, it's all your fault, Geki. You know? Yeah. If only you were strong enough, then you wouldn't put Bri in this position. She blows out the last candle and Bri dies. And then he wakes up in a big old sweat. Sweating, crying, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah, he says that was a dream, but it's honestly not really a dream because that's what's happening. It's so now, just a glimpse of the future. So Geki is terrified of... of uh, basically Barai's time running out. So we see what I thought was the same girl from 
No, uh, it straight up was. It was the girl that got abducted in the last episode while drinking water late at night. And she goes to get another drink of water late at night, and she gets abducted again. So this is the same... Yeah, well, this time, instead of uh, any hands coming out of a portal or whatever, uh, instead, she a vine Bulbasaur comes, vine whipped out. Yeah, a vine comes out of the faucet and grabs her. And then we go to the next scene, basically, after the implication. Um, we see another girl, another very pretty girl, being attacked by a vine in the park. Mm-hmm. And Geki is right there. He's, yep. all, he's on the scene. He, Sword in hand. Yeah. And he cuts cuts a vine. He then says, he he then says, I need to like we need to deal with this as quickly as possible so Barai doesn't have to get involved. So now we know that that Geki is super concerned about Barai's time running out, and this is this is the plot point of the whole episode where of like the next three episodes where Geki is kind of rash, you know, and kind of kind of moving without thinking and trying to do everything himself so Barai doesn't have to waste any more time and, mm-hmm. you know, potentially die. Um, he gets attacked by the vines, though, and then, like, he got three of them on him. Thankfully, the rest of the, the Z-Rangers show up, and they cut the vines. Uh, Ghosh has the idea. It's like, well, it's, it's pretty simple. Fo- follow the vines back to their source. Yep. You know, we'll find the root, and we'll kill that. Um, so... They do. Yeah, what, what I like is that we get some... Uh, so we get some exposition moved away from the mic there, so I probably sounded different. We we get some exposition from Bandora who says that Dora Narcissus is is attacking uh beautiful people mm-hmm. to empower, empower itself. Yeah. And that's that's why we know it's attacking enough. these girls, you know, these very pretty girls. Um we we see the Rangers on on their bikes and Geki apologizes to Ghosh. And he says, I'm sorry, you know, I, it's because of my actions that we were put in this position. And Ghosh kind of stoically just says, we need to hurry up. And then he pulls off. He, like, he pulls ahead of Geki and drives in front of him. They reach the the root of the plant, which is in this kind of like botanical garden. Yeah. And there's like a scientist or some, uh, I forgot what exactly it was. She, she, of course, she gets attacked by the root, but they're there to save her. Cuts roots, and we get this really, really cool scene where Geki, or where, where Ghost says, Geki, you know, we're gonna you know, kill this. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. kill this. Uh, Geki steps in and says, I'll do it. And Ghost looks at him first, like with this kind of unsure look, and he says, Fine, you know, like, take care of it, Geki, with your own hands, you know. And Geki positions himself to do so, but then he has flashes of uh, Bandora speaking to him, saying, or, uh, ben, wait, I think everyone sees him. Bandora, a vision she, of Bandora. She appears up, before them. And she says, well, the nar- narcissist plant has the power to give life, too, you know, and it, she shows that off and says, it may be the only way to save Barai. Like, ooh, that's pretty cool. I yeah. like that a lot. I like that, that, um, She's manipulating. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's very manipulative. It's really cool. It's a it's a good bit of stakes ahead. So it makes Geki think now. He's sweating bullets there as he's positioned to attack the plant. And um Dan steps in and says, "If Geki can't do it, I will." And he gets the lance out and he jabs at it and Geki jumps in the way of it and grabs the spear end 
with his with his hand, and there's blood flowing from his palm, and Ghost yeah. has to pry him off it. And like Geki, what are you doing? You know, like Geki is now so distraught and over overwhelmed by Barai's, you know, impending death, impending expiration yeah. <laughs> by the candle, and and this may be the only way to save him. So they can't possibly destroy it. But if they don't destroy it. This thing's going to take over the world. There's a vision of it, the vines wrapping around the planet, abducting everyone and all that, you know, d- taking their, their life force and stuff. It's, it's cool. I, it's a r- really, really well done. It's not Bandora's usual small world plan. Yeah. yeah. So, Narcissus shows up now. He, uh, he, uh, becomes his I don't know his monster the plant becomes into his monster form and it shows himself it's a it like it was super too, humanoid yeah they they lost their chance it's too late and yeah he's a super humanoid with this really cool face and stuff like that he, really, I really like the design of Narcissus it looks pretty cool and um he shows up and and as the name sounds he's very uh he's very uh aesthetically driven you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> he, like, he like he, uh, the first woman he attacks is a woman holding a mirror, putting on makeup. Yeah. Says, oh, I'll take your beauty. Yeah. Uh, Geki confronts him right after he does that. And we get mind games. We... The crazy thing is, is like, it's just Geki and Narcissus. And Narcissus is looking at himself in a mirror when Geki gets there. Yeah. But this is never anything that clicks for him, specifically. Yeah, but the, the the mirror comes into into play in uh, the end of the episode. In the end of the episode, yeah. But um, yeah, so Geki fights Narcissus one on one, and as the battle's about to escalate, we have this figure that appears on this building, this armored figure, and, and he looks like a black knight. He looks like a black knight. Yeah, he has, but he has like like a, the the pickle hob kind of looking helm, you know, whatever those were called in German. German soldiers during World War One and all that, um, but he hops down and says, "You know, Geki isn't strong enough. Like you, don't don't even bother with this. You know, I'll take care of him." Yeah, he basically just just craps on Geki, just lets him know, like, "You're not strong enough. You don't have the will to do this." And he fights Geki, and he does a pretty good job of kicking the crap out of him. He even takes his sword and takes the morpher out and grabs it. Yeah, he and flings he's like, "You have no need for this anymore." Yeah, you can't even. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he's really just kind of um, belittling him. It's 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 um, it's pretty it's pretty neat. It's a it's really. I like it. I li- I like it a lot. I like this approach with the, with what's going on with Geki. How this is the whole, the whole uh, point of the episode was Geki overcoming these these fears and having to deal with the realization that as it seems right now, you know, Barai may die. Yeah. But, you know, this is their role in life. They're 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 sea rangers, they're protectors, you know. They they may all lose their life. Um the Black Knight I don't think there is even like a placeholder name for him, but uh he beats up Geki and uh Narcissus steps in and says, I'll finish him off and the Black Knight says, No, you know, I'm the one to do it. And he, they continue to fight, and as he has Geki in, you know, in a vulnerable position, at like basically, at, at, um, he he has him defeated more or less. He Geki blocks the last the like the the like final blow or whatever, 
And he says, no, I am strong enough. You know, like, uh, what did you you say? uh, Ghost says, you only care about uh, saving the life of your brother. You don't care about your allies or friends or even saying anything. Yeah, your happiness only exists in your yeah. selfishness. Yeah, and he he says my happiness is in defeating Vandora. Yeah, and yeah, as Dan said, that's the real. He slashes down the knight, and it cracks the armor in half, and it's revealed to be Ghosh. We could tell from the get go pretty much because it sounded like Ghosh with a, a voice like modulator. A, a voice modulator over him. It was, we knew who it was, but it didn't. Uh, I'm gonna let you know if I was from the if effort. I was six. Wouldn't have been able to tell. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it, it didn't detract from the effect of it. Yeah. The but, fact that I'm 30, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's that same guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... Um, but yeah, it's Ghosh, and then he passes out from the blow. He gets knocked unconscious, and as... Oh, it's so freaking cool. So Narcissus attacks him with... Uh, Narcissus makes himself grow. By himself. By himself, like... Uh, just no, no other outside forces. He makes himself grow, so we know he's a fairly powerful monster. Um, but he attacks Geki and the unconscious Ghosh on the ground, and it blows up. Yeah, like a big explosion. And Bandor's already celebrating. It, it really did look like they he, they grew up, grew and just blew them up. But yeah, then it looks like he just killed him. The ground cracks and. Instead of seeing what we've seen before in Mighty Morphin Anzi or Ranger with the individual swords popping out, no, it's it's it, oh, it Dizujin just tr- raising up out of the ground in the most magnificent his, fashion. Yeah, his horns first, and he just raises out, and he has in one one hand, he has Geki, who's holding Ghosh in his arms, kind of a Crisis on Infinite Earth yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, holding, yeah exactly, exactly. Superman Super holding Girl. Supergirl. Yeah. It, um, and you get a quick cut to the cockpit where you where you show the rest of the Z Rangers, uh, May, Dan, and Boy, uh, piloting it. And yeah, they rise up, and they they he um Geki morphs like By with force of will. Yeah, there's no flourish. There's no like sequence. He just wills it, and he's now morphed. And he goes into the cockpit. Ghost is in his seat. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty funny looking scene. Honestly, if you took the screen cap. Out of context and just reviewing it on your own, Ghost just passed out in his seat like mm-hmm. a like a drunk, you know, like a like he had a bad like a dr- Saturday, yeah, like a drunk date or something. And uh, they get into the fight with uh, Narcissus. Um, during the fight, Narcissus seems to have the upper hand, you know, as you do. But during the fight, one of the blows is enough to wake up Ghost, yeah, who morphs himself, and he doesn't morph. Oh, he doesn't morph. That's all right. He stays completely unmorphed the whole time, but he talks about Narcissus' weakness of the mirror. Yeah. Which he wasn't there to witness. Yeah, it's, you know, maybe a little... Maybe he just figured it out. I mean, he, it's a his name's baseball. His name's Narcissus. Yeah. You know? or, or actually Narcissus, I guess, as it's spelled. But anyway, we know what that means. So he's, he, he's obsessed with his own beauty. He's the perfect superhuman creature. Um... Fortunately, they're right in front of this office high rise. You know, they're like backed up against it, and they realize, you know, it's it's a it's mirrored glass basically. It's such a, it has such a sheen on it that it mirrors, and um, they step to the side. Yeah, they and, just juke him, and Narcissus gets stopped dead in his tracks by his own visage. You know, by his own. It's beauty. just so beautiful. He looks at it like, and he starts touching himself. It's really cool, 
It's a it's real clever. I I I so much. I, I love this episode. Yeah, I really love this episode. This episode is just f- well done. It's it's nice. It's uh, to the point. You know, it's and there's nothing that could have been used for Power Rangers. Yeah, there is not a single scene that, that they, they could use. They could they could have the Zord action going on, but nope, because inside was right. Inside was was gauche, but like. I guess there's so little of the Zord footage they could use to cobble together enough for an episode because maybe they just couldn't get that costume and so they couldn't show it. And like they couldn't show the iconic image of the Zord rising up. Yeah, and 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 also um Arcis never fights any ranger morphed. Yeah. Like the only time the rangers are morphed are inside Daisujin, so it's they I would have s- to get the suit I and see, completely I see how this be a, a headache. To do, they would have to fight like a. <laughs> they'd have to fight like a pineapple to clown for the first twelve minutes of the episode, and then go into. Well, like the only reason that we get the next monster in English is because they just found like a white dress and a Jabberwocky's mask. Yeah, yeah, and they would. put it together. Yeah, because I remember I mentioned it in that episode how bad she looks in in the American footage. But anyway, um, they end up defeating. Narcissus, as you know, it's Power Rangers. What do you want? And without the help of Barai, this is the first time since yeah. Barai's arrived that they haven't called for his help. Yeah, without the help of Barai, and uh, uh, how does it how does it wrap up? How does they they call down the God Horn? They they, they the, stab him in the back. Yeah, and then uh, they kind of just talk with Geki about how like you know we can do this with our power. We don't always need him. Yeah, it's kind of that how that one ends. Yeah, um, great episode. I like it. Deals with uh, some very serious tones and and real fears. I mean, not everyone has, you know, a loved one that's gonna die at the same time a candle goes out. But hey, you know, everyone, there's a specifically in thirteen hours. Yeah, specifically in thirteen hours. There's there's a, you know, but you get it. There's a fear of mortality and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so going to the next episode, which is. Uh, Teach me the jewel of bravery. And this one was kind of an interesting episode because this one had uh, to deal. This was a Dan episode, which we've really only gotten one other one, which was the ramen episode. Because it's working since we've watched the show. There's really only been like one or two because like it's been Dan and May and Dan and boy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess this so. Is, this is only the second, like, Dan-centric episode. Yeah, let me see here. Yeah, be, that is about it. Yeah. Because for the most part, it's, like, Dan and somebody else because, uh, you know, he's kind of... His thing is that he's the Brave Ranger, right? Yeah, yeah. He is so, the Ranger of Courage, which is... Uh, uh, the theme of this episode. Hammered home here. Yeah. Um, we open up with a with a boy... Like not our boy, but a boy, a young child, reading a uh, like a. He's shonen, reading. He's reading uh, a Shonen Jump Weekly. Yeah, uh, late at night, it's dark. Uh, you're having a good time, and then he hears something. He hears like a drop, and it, it's it's a weird. It's a like. It's when a we first see it. Like... We're, when we first see it, we're <laughs> like, what What are we looking at? You yeah. know, it's not quite clear. It's it's neat looking, but it's like not quite clear what. We're For a at. second, I thought it was one of those like villainous penguins that are like always dipping down. 
in the oh, water. And oh, I the, it was like the, uh, water. the drinking birds or whatever? Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. So I thought it was one of those. And he gets up and he goes looking for it. Yeah. He, uh, he finds the room, like a drop hits the floor and turns the floor into this like blue mass that, that swallows the room and yeah, swallows and he, the boy into this dimension. The, the zoo ranger cave. Yeah. And we see uh, Dora Legor, who's got some bad wire work to bring her in. Yeah, yeah. yeah some very thick-looking uh, black wires. On a blue background with, with a lot with, of white with smoke. With white smoke, yeah. It stands up pretty... It, but it's real quick. They knew it didn't look good, so they don't... don't they don't dwell on it. Um, she grabs the boy with her hair, with her long blue braided hair. This is this is a uh, Madame Woe. Yeah, you know we we know she looks with the the kind of kabuki kind of. It's like she's look like a kabuki Viking maiden. Yeah, and she has the long uh, fingernails, blue spiky fingernails and stuff. You know, she grabs the boy with her hair and drags him into the water, and it looks like he drowns, drowns him. This boy, and then we see that she has a vial inside. It's a bunch of children, and then he appears yeah. as the newly acquired child, and she the blue you know, liquid children. She laughs. It's kind of like a. I thought at first it was like kind of like a siren gimmick because she led him to water or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It may not be. Anyway, we uh, jump to some more children where this uh, little girl is being teased. Her, na- um, her name's Yuka, and she's being teased by these boys who have like rubber snakes and rubber lizards and rubber yeah. scorpions and stuff. And like, aren't you scared? Aren't you scared? And she's yelling out to her friend uh, Sarai. Sorry. Is that it? Sorry? Sorry. 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 Excuse me. Said it kind of like akin to a Tolkien villain. Uh, Sorry. The Destroyer. Yeah. So Sorry, uh, who's watching from afar, seeing her friend VTs, and Yuka's yelling out to Sorry, saying, help me, help me. And she's, you see that she's kind of like filled with trepidation, trepidation and, and uh, just too scared to move. You know, she's she's... Too nervous. Yeah. And Dan ran, runs in. And what are you doing? Yeah. They also get sucked into... They get sucked into the Madame Woe dimension. Yeah. The, uh, first, uh, Dan scares off the, the boys, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Yuka gets uh, abducted, like, immediately after. Hmm. Um, yeah, she gets abducted immediately after, and... Uh, does the same thing happen to Sari? Is it right then? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, right then. Sari starts to get. Yeah, Sari gets in there. Um, they chase after her. Sari goes into it as well, and she's tries is starting to be dragged into the water. But as she, as it happens, her pendant touches the water, and like this electrical effect happens. It glows red, and this electrical effect happens across the surface of the water, and it stops Lady Gore, who runs away. Um, Dan uh, recovers Sari, and they. Uh, don't and, understand what happened. Yeah, they don't understand what happened. Um, we do get um, the first mention of a thousand-year flood. Yeah, from uh, from uh, Lagor, Dora, right? Dora, yeah, De- Dora Lagor, De- Dora Lagor. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, she mentions about the thousand-year flood, and that's what she's getting the kids for. Is yeah, like she's sacrificing them to the demons. Hey, all this, all this magic has to, has to has to deal with child sacrifice. Apparently, yeah, you know, it's demonic stuff, spooky. Um, yeah, the pendant saves Sari, and we get the 
the whole explanation to the background on this, which is so her red gem contains the fairy uh, uh, called the Sun Sunny, of- Sunny the fairy of sunlight, and in in uh, Legor's gem, which is on her head, contains Rainy. <laughs> The fairy, the fairy of rain. Yeah, and there you go. <laughs> it's very, it's very forward. I don't know if yeah, you're following. I don't know if you're following Zoo Ranger, but if you didn't catch that, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you um, doing? We we get um, a background uh, bit where we sh- where uh, Bandora years and years and years ago. In the time of the fairies, she defeated the fairies and turned them into gems for her own use. Yeah, but she lost Sunny. Yeah, Sunny to a crack in the ground. Yeah, Sunny fell into the earth, and while Rainy was was claimed by a uh, Bandora, but um, uh, yeah, but Sunny can talk was, to Sari. Yeah, Sunny can talk to Sari. They're friends. Um, what was the whole reasoning behind why she needed both of them to f- so? She uh, talks about, like... I think that she could, like... I know she wants to flood, but what was the sunny and rainy... If she could control the sunlight, she could blot out the sun. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense why, um... Okay, yeah, that makes sense why uh, Legor can uh, summon the Dark Cloud, too, because she has the rain gem. Yeah. All right. Okay. And, and Sunny was kind of like just an unplanned for... Uh, happenstance kind of thing where it was. Like, it, I think it was like a like. Well, this is the thing that can counter my power, so I yeah. need to have both, so I can't be countered. Yeah. So maybe there was some dialogue. If it was, I'm not sorry. really. Didn't, didn't not really. Know. It's Super Sentai. They don't go too <laughs> deep into these freak of the week things. Yeah. Um. So we now know that Legor is trying to summon a dark cloud. Uh, that'll bring a thousand year flood. Bandora talks about how with with the flood it'll wash the earth clean and they can start over. Yes. You know, so there's nothing getting in their way anymore. And they have this uh this doom future vision where it shows these the like households being washed away and people being people riding away on lazy boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People yeah, it's a real uh yeah, it's a real I can't humdinger. Think of a, I just wanted to say that. There it is. It's a real humdinger <laughs> of a calamity. That's that's gonna. It's happen. a real calamity. I so, think that's. Yeah, no, it's a real humdinger of a calamity that's going to happen. A thousand year flood, by this dark cloud. We see Lagor at the beach, <laughs> like in the, at the at a at the like cl- at a cliffside overlook. Of the beach, where she has this altar, and she has the blue liquid in this in this like cauldron. <laughs> she's boiling the children. Yeah, y'all. she's boiling the children. That we know that the children are in that blue liquid, and she's boiling it. And this is to summon the dark cloud to bring. And did you catch that when they cut to the liquid, you hear children's voices going, "Oh no, it's hot." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I saw that. Um, the Zero Rangers find her. Along with, uh, they still have Sari with her. Yeah. With them, because she has the pendant. Yeah, because you know these guys just bring children into battle with them because they're real. So they transform. Dan says to uh, Sari to hide. Yeah. And they get into it with uh, Legor. Legor says, I'll... They have a little bit of tussle, but Legor says, I'm going to take you to hell. 
Yeah, they, they immediately go, go to the dark dimension. Yeah, they go to Legor's uh, dimension, and they um, they get into a real bad fireworks. She's obviously at her uh, most powerful in there. It's a decent fight scene, um, but uh, they realize they can't stop her, you know, without without um, Sonny. Without Sonny. So Dan, they... How did Dan get out of dimension? So they use the coins, and they use all of their power to transport him out. That's right. So they take their coins out, put them together, and then Dan transports out yeah. to go talk to Sauri about The rest of the Rangers get captured by Legor and... In the blue goo. Yeah, we get put into a little vial that she has on her belt. And um, Dan, we, I, there's enough time for, for Dan to give this whole, like, speech. About to, uh, find the source of your courage. Yeah, sw- swallow the, the source of courage. And it was the girl, uh, Yukia? Yukida? No, what's, what's her? Oh, sorry. No, what's, what's her friend that got abducted? Yuka. Yuka? Yeah. He writes Yuka. Oh, does he? I didn't yeah. catch that. Yeah, he says, the source of courage, he writes, Yuka. And Man, then he... I didn't catch that at all. I thought he was just doing kanji in the air of, of, of courage. courage. Yeah. No, the source of her courage, and that is her friend, Yuka, yeah. in her peril. Well, look at that. Another, that's why we another have... humdinger. That's why we have two people watching the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Because, like, to be fair, I, I my head is down, and I'm writing stuff. But not everything. I can't get everything. I have a lot here, but not everything. I get uh, the important parts, like a little girl explosion run, which we'll talk which about. Which we real should soon. talk about right now. We'll because... talk about. Real, so Dan shows her that little trick, right? And then Legor shows up. Dan transforms because he is a ranger of courage, and he gets into a, fight, a warrior of courage. Gets into a fight with her, and he won't stop. But Legor is kicking his butt, and he has Sunny on his chest. Yeah, because he knows how to stop her. Yeah. Um, so, so, Sauri. away. Yeah. Sauri is, is having real conflict as Dan is literally giving his life for this. Yes. And she does the same thing. She writes out. Yuka. Yuka. And she, sw- she, she puts it in her hand in imaginary, but we, we get a cool little effect where it shows a yellow ball. Cool so little hook effect. Yeah, yeah. As we're talking about, it's like the Lost Boys eating their their imaginary food in Neverland. But uh, she's Which is honestly one of the saddest scenes in history. <laughs> I love that movie, man. I love that movie so much. That that whole scene. Is... <sighs> Those boys are so poor; they have to pretend that they got food. But it works, I guess. You know, it's magic. You know, like it's it's just like how happy thoughts can make you fly, man. If you believe in it, you can make food. And you just eat that. All kinds of multicolored food, too. Those pies. Those pies that are blue and yellow and stuff like that. They're just Welcome to Hook Cast. Yeah, we talk they, about they, Hook for oh, 30 and minutes in the like middle of Power Rangers. It's like a glazed like, ham. There was a glazed ham that gla- that, And the glaze on it look, made it look like, like a candy apple. You know, like that thing was delicious looking. Uh, of course, you know, you have uh, Robin Williams' fight with Rufio <laughs> or... So the imaginary food scene is also where we have Robin Williams, uh, Peter Pan, or what Peter Pan, Peter Banning, uh, facing off against Dante Brasco's Rufio, and when they they where he just him and <laughs> this this forty year old man and this thirteen uh, year old kid have a shouting match where they call each other ridiculous names, 
like uh, what was the most famous one? The rude, crude, shoot, rude, crude, pre-shoot food. What was it? Rude, crude, pre-shoot. What the what the hell was it? Rude, crude bag of pre-shoot food, dude. Oh. That was hard. I don't know why. I like that. Did you know he was in an episode of the Boondocks? That makes sense. He's like a pretty prolific voice actor, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he made a uh, sequel, or not a sequel, uh, an origin movie for Rufio? No. Yeah, he made an origin movie for Rufio. I think it was Indiegogo or something like that, Kickstarter or whatever, right? And it's a little movie that shows uh, Rufio's origins and like, where he was as a kid and then how he got to Neverland. Hmm. And, um, it's like he was a short, in an episode like a short of the film. Fresh Prince. He was in the Fist of the North Star. He was oh. in a Goofy movie. Who was he in a Goofy movie? Just additional voices. Hey, man, he's, he kept, kept working. He kept working. Uh, what was I going to say about the, the, he was in Moonwalker. He's in Moonwalker? Yeah, he was Romeo in Moonwalker. Oh, I need to rewind. We can watch a... we can watch Moonwalker in full on YouTube right now. Yeah, that's 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 a oh man, I love that little movie slash forty five minute music video. <laughs> man, no, you remember Rufio that? You remember pa- when pageantry existed in the world where they made music videos that were like 12, 15 minutes long because it was like a little mini movie. You know, yeah, it was you, usually Michael Jackson. That you did ever it. see Action Bronson? Action Bronson, yeah. <laughs> well, he's trying to bring that back. Action Bronson is—he's doing a lot of good in the world. Action Bronson, like he—he's got the—you know—you saw he uh, left his label. Really? Yeah. So he's—he's he's independent now. So, but he's coming out with a new album real soon. He said. Oh, he got a new single that just dropped on Apple Music. Well, I got to look. I get it's we probably, li- probably we on can, Spotify. We could listen to it on the way. Yeah, it's probably on Spotify too. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying for my own, you know, like, oh, I want to save and check it out. I would check it out in the car, too. But, uh... <laughs> Where were we at? We were at, we were at, uh... Imagination Food. Yeah, yeah. So she she imagines a source of courage and she swallows it. And we get an awesome scene where she, with such determination, starts running at her. For her friend Yuko, she starts running at Madame or Legor. And... Legor shoots at her and explosions fly up behind her. She's full on... She's shooting at a little girl. Yeah, it it, it is, as I have here, a little girl explosion run, and the music is so dope. Yeah. It's just like... Orchestral, like triumphant. With a little, like, mix of, like, kind of a... uh, Kind of like a... Kind of like a Quentin Tarantino kind of thing going on, like a Kill Bill kind of sounding Mm -hmm. uh, jazz funk kind of thing going on with, with some of the instrumentals. But uh, she's running at Legor, and it's enough to distract her to um, to break the rain, to break the rangers free from the vial and to get the and to uh, get the gem off her head. Yeah. Um, the rangers once joined together break out the slingers put them together and they it's just a, like rifle. Yeah. Bam. And they uh they shoot her down. Yeah. That's that. Yuko is free. The kids are free. The kids go elsewhere, but Yuko's on the beach. Um, Yuko has the rain gem, and Sari has the sunny gem, the sun gem, and they combine them, and they the fairies are released. Yep. Yeah. And um, 
I'm saying andom a lot. I'm sure I've, you know, I've probably say that thousands of times, honestly. I don't, I don't know anymore. I, we record this late at night. <laughs> uh, all right, what happened? What happened? So I have Little Girl Explosion Run, sick music, as my last thing for this episode. That's kind of it. Like, they release them, then Rainy and Sunny, like, tell them, like, good job and always stay together and things like that. And, you know, they just leave the kids on a good note. Jumbo, jumbo. Jumbo. Yeah. Jumbo. <laughs> if you're if you're if you're looking from if you're looking for head to toe detail never missing a beat or detail of the show stop listening to us because we're a little uh we're we're a little hodgepodge on the on the on the um Did you know there's review. another podcast that's doing the same thing? Doing the same thing? Yeah. It's called Ranger Pod. Ranger Pod? Yeah. Well go for them. Yeah. I hope they hit I hope they hit everything we don't. <laughs> I, well, they're coming out, so they're hitting that. Oh, they're <laughs> doing a good job on that. <laughs> they're, Kudos, they're doing that guys. thing where the podcasts get released. <laughs> well, where, are they, where are they at right now? Uh, I, they've got like 16 episodes out, but they're not doing Zoo Ranger. They're just doing Mighty Morphin right oh, now. Oh, so we got that. Yeah, we So got... if you want partial information on Zoo Ranger episodes, ones that I write down real sweaty-like in this, in this uh, composition notebook... If you want a bunch Stay of... Stay right here. If you want to hear about Zoo Ranger and hear some of our sweaty bits. Yeah, you want to hear sweaty bits and you want to hear uh, me remember things out of order, even though I have it written down in and front of me. And we watched it five minutes ago. You want to hear us go on tangents about Hook and how the 90s were so much better and pageantry was a thing back then, but it's all gone to the wayside for these commercials that are made by these... Things posing as humans that think they know what joy is or what sensation is. If you want to be here when we take a break to watch Moonwalker. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Keep it, keep it tuned to this. Before you tune out, we got to talk about Stay Alive Barai. Stay Alive Barai. That's the final episode we saw on this run here. And um, we get, I really like this episode because of how, real it is with the whole situation like they have this plot point which is barai every time he leaves this he loses time he only has a certain amount of hours and once those are gone he's dead right 13 13 hours that's what's that's what he has left at the start of this episode but he's lamenting inside this uh what was it called it's it's called uh clotho's house yeah clotho's room clotho's house barai's room in clotho's house um, he has 13 hours left to live, but he, he laments that, you know, what's the point though? By staying in here, there's nothing, you know, what, yeah. is this even living? Yeah. It's in a being super in here real. is that's, like being that's, dead. That sets it off. Right. That's super real. Like who, who cares, you know, if you're out there that you're eventually going to die in a short, you know, short matter of time, this isn't living, you know, this is purgatory. You'd rather live as much as you can with the time given. Right. Yeah. And that's what this episode's about and it's awesome for it so Bri leaves she's like screw it he encounters a young girl and her baby sister uh, Ray, uh, Ray. Ray is it's a, it's R-I-E so it'd it's be like Ree Ree yeah Ree. it's Ree and Miko Ree and Miko or Mikiko but they call her Miko um, and she yeah he meets them and uh, mentions how cute they are and this she the it's she's in a like a ba- baby stroller, this stroller just takes off. Ghostbusters two style. Ghostbusters two style. Yeah, just running down the street. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 
it's is a as if uh, Vigo the Carpathian took control of it and fling, flung it down. But the, Bandora the, the Carpathian, she's Bandora, the one that took control of it. Yeah, Bandora the the eater of children uh, took control of it and yep. sends it f- going down. Um, right, Japanese neighborhood. He books it. it. And there's some awesome baby chasing music, like real funky. Yeah. So they've used it before, but this is what it was always meant to be used for, which is chasing a possessed stroller down the street that has a crying baby. And they cut to like video of the baby, and it's not like the baby's like nestled up like Oh, I'm just going for this ride. The baby is jostling around in this stroller. Yeah, and crying her eyes out. Yeah, uh, so Barai saves the baby by throwing... He throws yeah. the Zyoskin at the wheels, and the baby takes off. Yeah, it gets flung in the air. He catches it. <laughs> it gets flung jackass style. Yeah, it does. It really does. This, It's It's wild. It's wild out here <laughs> in Zoo Ranger. Uh, he catches the baby. The baby turns into a golem. Yeah, the baby turns into a golem. It just punches him right in the face. Yeah. Um, so, so the baby is missing now. Miko is missing. Um, we get to... Uh, well, we get the Zoo Ranger defeating the golem yeah. because uh, Geki and the gang stroll up and look happen to look down this alleyway and they see Barai fighting a bunch of golem. That's right. And they take him out and then we cut to Re in the forest looking for her baby sister. Yeah, Re encounters an old witch like Snow White style. Straight up. Witchy poo nose and everything. Uh she has a spinning wheel and she says, I could help you find Miko. Come a little closer. Uh old witch um turns out to be Lammy. We thought it may you have know, been... You know the thing that gets me about it? It's like, they're like, oh, come closer. I'll tell you all about your sister. And she just walks up and she's like, oh, what's this? I'm going to poke this needle with my hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there is a... Yeah, but the needle... Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that does happen. <laughs> well, But um, I want to hit the, 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 the plot point of Vandora is shown in a, in a vision after Lammy reveals herself to be the witch. Vandora shows herself in a vision, and we got Goldar or Griffrazar holding the baby and kind of just like coddling it, you know, just yeah, just, just like jo- shaking it like yeah, you just, do with a baby. Yeah, like you do with a baby to calm it down. It's, it's just it's a great image. It's a awesome, this is a real baby. This mon this this uh golden monkey monster is holding in his arms and just kind of calming down as Vandora, um, was it pontificates. About how Barai is going to die for this baby. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great picture, it's a great image. Yeah, uh, I guess says, uh, a... come to the House of Thorns and you'll be able to save this baby. Yeah, um, they know this is obviously a trap, Geki doesn't want Barai to do it, um, see, Goldar baby, there's, uh. Well, he go. He oh, they talk go him out again. of it. Why you stay here for power playthrough? They <laughs> they stay that they tell Barai don't yep. go. You've only got so much time. They send him back to Barai's room at Clotho's house. Yeah, Barai's room at Clotho's house. Uh, and he's sitting there, and he's like, I can't. Like, Bandora's in his head, and having Reese like she's speaking with Reese's voice, like going, Onisan, Onisan, help me, big brother, big brother, help me. 
And uh, yeah, Re is d- doing the whole Sleeping Beauty thing. Yeah, they actually read up. They actually say, "Oh no, it's the story of Sleeping Beauty." Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, back at um, uh, Barza's Barza's place. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Bar- how's a house or they're, place? They're or hanging room. out at Barza's basement. <laughs> yeah, Barza's uh, Barza's Bar- 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 basement and bargains. <laughs> <laughs> At Barza's Bargain Basement. <laughs> Barza's Bargain Basement. Uh, and yeah. all, he and s- all he sells is dinosaur uh, wall mounts. You know, like, uh, these these uh, and stone statue He sells installations. Stones, stone statues of dinosaurs, dinosaur wall mounts, and entry into the Phantom Zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's all at a bargain price. So... Barai is holding on to the Zioskin, and he goes... He didn't goes, get a bargain... He didn't didn't shop at bars. Because he wasn't at bars because he was going to lose too much time. Yeah. Uh, He goes, you know, I can't just sit here. I can't let them I know. Yeah, he he says, I know it's a trap, but I will give my life. I'm sorry, Geki. Yeah. I'm coming to save you. This is awesome. This is really cool. It shows, as much as we've seen of Barai, this is, I don't know, this for me, this was the... Character building moment. Yeah, this is very character building. He would gladly give his life just to save one child so that child could have their life, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, like, as he meets them, he goes, it's so crazy to see them. Uh, This child is so full of life and has a future unlike me. Yeah. He says that in his head, by the way. He doesn't just bum the hell out of uh, of Re and Miko. Well, Miko's a dumb baby, so, you know, Miko didn't hear it, but I'm sure... Anyway, doesn't doesn't just open up with that on Re and puts a real unfortunate energy out there. This is him thinking it, so yeah. this is all inner monologue. But yeah, he says that that this child has a future unlike him. It's really, you know, it's real sad. So he ends up going to the House of Thorns. Um, Re is there, sleeping yep. in, 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 the, in the flowers, in the whatever. Then he gets this weird Re voice in his head. It's like, oh, the prince has to kiss her on the cheek. And man, Barai's a grown man. But he does just just a little peck yeah, on the cheek. He's a little, a little peck, peck on the cheek. Little... It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a blank check mouth kiss. Oh gosh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that. <laughs> it wasn't that kind of grown person kissing a child. <laughs> this was a peck on the cheek that uh, a big brother would do to a little sister. You know, like it's there's, I there's no creepy connotation or anything. I think it's done as well as it can be done. Um, but yeah, it wakes wakes her up, and then, um, Bandora well, comes out of the check. yeah. <laughs> Bandora comes out of the, I can't, I gotta resist because I already I'm already I'm already running hot here, and I'm already I've already uh, gone off onto tangents already. But um, Bandora comes into the room. It's like ha, you know, gotcha. And the trap door opens up between or beneath them. <laughs> yeah. And they it's fall. Not, it's not like the vision of Bandora. She just kind of walks in the room. She's like, you Told dead. you. You're going to die in this cave. Yeah. Like, <laughs> told you. And just knocks the floor, and the floor opens up, and they fall into a cave. And they encounter the spinning wheel that was <laughs> they, there from before. They deal with the spinning wheel from Sleeping Beauty and it turns into an evil Was there a spinning wheel in Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. That's, was there that's really? what she does. She pricks her hand oh, with the spinning oh, wheel. Oh, right, right. The, yeah, the prick. I totally forgot that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how they made her fall asleep. And all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking Rumpelstiltskin like the whole time because, you know, the whole spinning in the gold and he needs a child. Yeah. Uh, it's, maybe it's like a little hybrid of two. But uh, instead of getting a Rumpelstiltskin monster, 
like from the really weird 96 film. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a horror film. It is has one of the worst. It it has a it has a full song scene where the Rumpelstiltskin monster is like on a motorcycle, and it's and and there's this song going on where it's like trying to be akin to like um, Bad to the Bone or whatever. It's really terrible. It is dog crap terrible. <laughs> it's a, he creeped me out when I was little because. First off, the VHS cover of this movie has a, uh, you know, has um, a drawing of him, like a, an illustration of him, and is, to be fair, he's kind of a creepy looking dude. So that that picture scared me. Also, the preview, or the uh, trailer for it, which was on one of the Leprechaun films VHSs that I rented, that that trailer scared me too. But when you watch this movie, it is goof. It is pure. Loose juice goof, like it is. It, it, it's it's a it's worth a watch. I believe you can see the whole thing on YouTube because no one cares about anyone making money off that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Rumpelstiltskin, the horror film, check it out. It's stupid, but yeah. So the wheel turns into the wheel of misfortune. That wheel of misfortune is what it's called in Mighty Morphin in that weird episode where they l- literally have. They literally have Rita turn Kimberly's grandma's antique spinning wheel into a wheel with spikes on it because, you know, they can't use any other footage from this episode, so why not? Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's not really too much to that. We 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 that. yeah we get the Lammy and Goldar stuff, which is in the same fight. Yeah. yeah. But uh, besides that, anyway, the the wheel attacks him. All the while, Lammy and Goldar are uh, having a fight with the rest of the Rangers. Yeah, big fight. Big fight. They're big. It, they're big. Well, I mean, big fight. Also, in a sense, it goes from like it. It it's basically the entirety of the last bit of the episode. Yeah, like, the last half of the episode is just this fight while Barai is is uh, trapped with uh, Reed down in this cavern. So they're fighting Lammy and Goldar, and they net the Tyrannosaur. Yeah. So they can't transform. That's Goldar's plan. He like force lightnings a net on him, and he's like, or excuse me, Griffizar. And he says, now you can't, you know, become Daisujin. You're, yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they, so Barai, kind of like in a last-ditch effort, or they escape the wheel, and they're making their way through this cavern. Um, Reese slips. Huge. After they see some light. Yeah, after they see some light, they're trying to find a way out. They see some light in the ceiling. They're like, okay, so we're, we're near the surface. Um, Reese slips, and just a huge wave of flame pops up from yeah. this fissure. It turns out they're in a volcano. Yeah, it's it's bad. And um, Bride drops down to uh, try and save her. The wheel is spinning around like a jerk, just jabbing him in the hip and the back. Yeah. And he holds out his coin, which makes like a spotlight. That shoots through the hole in the in the ceiling, and they can see it from their zords. You know, Geki sees it. Geki's on the ground, you know, tied up by this net, while the other zords are fighting individually against Lammy and Griffizar. He and calls they're out. They're getting worked. Yeah, they're getting worked real hard. Calls out to May. You know, like I don't. He doesn't even really give like he a goes, specific command. That's Barai. Get him. Yeah. So she um, uses the cannons on the on the pterosaur. Or whatever. It makes it t- seem like it's just like, oh, I see a green light. Let me shoot it. Yeah, she blows up the mountainside, 
like it, like we see a full like rock avalanche hap- happening, and rocks fall on uh, Barai and Ray in the cave. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, can we talk about the baby real quick? What yeah. Bandora's done with the baby? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. So Bandora has put the stakes out there and just decided to put the baby in its stroller, floating above the battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a. Uh, it's something. It's very Bandora, I guess is the yeah, best way I could put it's, it. It's very like small stakes, but big stakes in like morality. Yeah, it's it's, it's Bandora up to her same old crap. Oh, I'm gonna hurt this one child. Yeah, but um, but this one is like a let me get rid of the, the real cause of source of pain because I can defeat Dizujin. I figured that out. Yeah. I can't defeat Dizujin and Dragon Caesar. And King Brachion. I can't defeat all of them, so let's... Systematically kind of going through the yeah. Rangers' arsenal. Let's uh, kill Bar- Barai. and Ree come, come out of the cave. Um, Barai, does he instantly go into... No, no, because we do the... He does the change. He goes, stay right here. Yeah. And then... Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right, yeah. Okay. Um, how does how does uh, Tyrannosaur get freed from the net? The Tyrannosaur gets freed from the net by Dragon Caesar. Okay, by yeah. Dragon Caesar. And then they turn into Daijujin. And Lamy and Goldar kinda kinda dip, right? Yeah. They get well they get they get worked over and then Well, uh they kinda just dip because the magic spinning wheel gets brought up. Mm-hmm. And then they destroy the spinning wheel with the sword. Yeah. So Bandora goes, Oh, you won? I guess you can have a baby, and she just drops. Well, it. I remember. I think the the spinning wheel um, knocks the 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 baby stroller out of the sky. I felt hmm. like I felt like it rolled by it, knocked it, and Bri ran to catch the baby. Yeah, and then we get to see the stroller get destroyed, and it yeah, it hits the ground, and, and it, it just collapses in on itself. Yeah, falls apart, and and then Bri catches the baby as it follows after. Yeah. And he oh. lands pretty hard. <laughs> well, but the, you know, the baby's okay because yeah. this is uh, this is ultimately a, a kid show. Kid show. But uh, yeah, and that's that's how they end up defeating. Well, they end up defeating the wheel of misfortune, or what? It's just called magical spinning wheel. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at it right now. Magic spinning wheel in uh in this uh in Super Sentai, in Zero Ranger. But uh, yeah, they destroy Ban- the Ban- magic spinning wheel, and then Pandora gloats that she wasted eight hours yeah that, i love life. that i wish her she says i wasted eight hours of your life you only got five left i love i wish you just left it at i wasted eight hours of your life and then she just she's out she's <laughs> up and out you know like she's gone that's what i eight hours of your life gone Did you just marathon season two of heroes <laughs> yeah <laughs> you did nothing and, and she's just out i would have loved that but yeah <laughs> It's just that Bri has less than five hours. Yeah. And, you know, Bri, real strength of character, you know, goes, um, talks about, like, even, wait, wait, I may be getting another episode mixed up. I'm even sorry, though he's got like, a little bit of time, it's worth giving his life. Yeah. To make sure that others can live their happiness. Yeah, exactly. It's a, uh, it's and a nice episode. Then I we really get a jumbo. Then we get a jumbo. We get a nice trip. We head we over to AMPM and we get a jumbo chili cheese dog, yeah, and a fago. Yeah, that's that's the that's where the 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 second and third jumbo come in. <laughs> when you when you get that that uh that red pop or that rock and rye or that moon mist, 
Yeah. Jumbo, jumbo. <laughs> uh, can we talk about episode 34's preview? Yeah. Because you got pretty hyped because it's a boy episode. Well, episode 35. No. Yeah, 35. Episode 35. Yeah. Um, this is an episode like... I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for it because it's a boy episode. And boy has become my favorite of um, the Zero Rangers. But he's a ninja. And yeah. he gets, he gets, he looks like he's uh, gonna be a. The preview said he was hired as the bodyguard of a ninja school. Yeah, and he's in ninja gear. We get, we see, um, we see a monster that I don't recall ever seeing in Mighty Morphin. Maybe we saw him I in some like capacity. In some capacity, we we may have seen him in Mighty Morphin, but uh, we get a ninja monster and uh, boy does some ninja stuff. I don't want to say what he does in that preview because we're just gonna talk about it next week here, but. Uh, yeah, man, Ninja Boy episode. Give me it. I'm pretty Give me stoked. All the rub it on my face. I want it. Ooh. Ninja Boy episode. Not not just the Ninja Boy. Yeah, the okay. Ninja Boy episode. Okay. Okay. okay, I said that. I know. I know. I didn't say rub boy on my face. Ugh. <laughs> you just did. So Ninja Boy episode rub on my face. <laughs> what? Nothing. It sounds. It's just, Sounds as perfectly fine as the first time I said it. Oh. Rub all that, that Ninja mm. Boy episode mm. right here on my kisser. Mm. On my, on my ki- <laughs> it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Right. Well, guys, uh, it's 11.35 p.m., so I think it's time for us to say goodnight. Yeah. And that's it. That's all she wrote. Thank you so much to you for sticking with us through this episode. I don't know. Uh, we want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to get a digital download of that, you can head on over to rainer.bandcamp.com. They've got our song and all their songs, so go check them out. If you really like the podcast and you think we deserve a little something extra, you can head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash powerplaythrough. For $1, we do a monthly podcast about the Boom Comics, and for $5, we do a weekly podcast about other Saban shows. And that's not going to be limited to Saban. We'll add some Sentai stuff in there. I really want to do Akiba Ranger, things like that. Um, If you like the show and you want to talk to us, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at P Playthrough. And we will see you on Monday with... Episode 19. Have a good night, and may the power protect you.